All right, y'all. We're back with part two, you guys, of the Perfect Blend Blends. <laughs> the Perfect Blend Podcast. I'm leaving that shit on air. I'm not editing shit because, once again, this is a humble ass podcast. And I'm sitting here with my fabulous guests. We were just having a very passionate, heated, juicy, blended cup of mango, spiced tea. Mm -hmm. That was a mango spice, girl. It was a little bit of sweetness of mango and it was spicy at the same time, girl. Mm -hmm. That was a good blend of tea, girl. It was. And your ass came swinging, bitch. I'm impressed. I did. And I want to apologize to all the podcast listeners if I'm a little too well known. What are you apologizing to them for? They love this shit. That's why they keep coming back. If I was too loud, (laughs) I do not want to hurt your ears. I'm all about healthy listening. They love this shit, bro. They want the tea, honey. My ass was crying, snotty nose, and that damn Jesse Smollett episode, y'all. Bitch, I'm sorry about that, because the shit, before we continue on Jordan, and, uh, <laughs> bitch, my ass was over there getting emotional and shit on the political Barbie episode, y'all. Yeah, I remember that episode. Look, I only got emotional because it really touched me, okay? That's right. the only reason why. Right. Now, I, we still don't know. We don't. Now, the courts and shit, is, they releasing, sub, sub, what is it, subpoenas? and sub, They releasing shit saying that his ass is lying. Right. Okay. But we still don't know. We don't put all of our faith in the justice system. We definitely don't do that. <laughs> oh, girl. But, I mean, it's just, I just feel, I'm just very confused about it. I think a lot of people are just very confused. It's It's a lot of things going, there's... Things are just not adding up. They're not. Shit ain't and, adding and up. And we're honestly not about to talk about it. Because it's just... Well, I will say that them two Nigerians is fine as fuck. Okay. And I hope that they... I heard that they was getting it in, girl. And I hope that I hope that they were fucking Jesse, at least. Of course they Dude. were, girl. They were beating that little Ugh. hole up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that's oh the real god. tea. No, it's... Oh, my God, my listener. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> Let's get back to Jordan. <laughs> they were tearing that ass up. Oh, Conversation got not safe for work. They were, they were DPing that. Bitch, ass, you was child. talking about how the Kardashians had all them. They were double penetrating that. Oh, oh y'all are getting so X rated. Oh my oh, god. Children are listening to this. My god. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is PG 13. No, the it ain't, girl. It's rated R like the Rihanna album back in 09, bitch. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> We yeah, are rated R. I love that. Scene, I love rated R. That's when Rihanna solidified herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, "Bitch, yeah, I ain't yeah, going nowhere, yeah, bitch. I'm fucking yeah. Rihanna. I'm so oh, hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so hard. <laughs> I like okay, it. speaking of, okay, Rihanna. let's get back to 2019. This. That's all I'm gonna say. Bitch, I need an album from y'all. Ball-headed ass. Fucking album. All right, I need an album. I'm tired of listening to fucking. I'm sick of anti. Bro, I be listening to Girl Girl Gone Bad all the time. I listen to all her shit. Bang, though. I don't like I, to me that was not her best album. I'm sorry. I love oh, anti. I that was not her best album. I love anti and rated R. People say anti was her best. I personally think rated R. But I'm over anti and now. unapologetic were her best albums to me. Rated R and unapologetic. Those eras were sickening. Mother yeah. Mary. Yeah. And talk that talk. Yeah. Talk that talk was sickening too. Yeah. That era was real cute. Anywho, back to this Kardashian. Yeah, stuff. we're gonna wrap it up, you guys. We're Look, you guys. Much you know we're here. I think the topic we left out on was cloud chasing. And I'm going to bring something to the table. Well, we left off on you know, Jordan Woods and, and the Tristan thing. So let's close that And Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, girl, because we got we to gotta handle um, y'all quit playing. Handle. We got to handle that. Yeah. Hashtag y'all quit playing, bitch. Right. That's the motto. Off the, I'm going to tell everybody, y'all quit fucking playing with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to be like, <laughs> y'all quit playing, bitch. I just wanted to bring... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring a topic to the table of couch chasing. Of couch chasing, but this is also this is in regards to the whole situation with Chloe, Tristan, and Jordan. Shayla asked me a specific question, you guys, what when we were taking question? a break. You were like, "Where did you come up with the term?" That's so interesting. I really like that. Oh, I can elaborate. Of couch chasing. The um the epistemologies. Oh, the oh. epistemologies of what we call cloud chasing. Okay, so well, that's gender studies, bitch. I will. I, I will. We can get into that right <laughs> knowledge, now. Knowledge, knowledge course one hundred two. Right. Hashtag. Oh, I'm not gonna say the university, girl. We can't say that on the air. But. <laughs> but you know, I, I think like the way I'm viewing this whole situation with Chloe and Tristan, like let's not even talk about Jordan because she was never in that relationship, mm-hmm. so she couldn't have ended something she was never in. 
Um, Bitch, when Chloe came out and said, you are the reason why my family ended. I was like, girl, I was like, the delusion. Girl, the dick can't be that fucking good. Girl, now, he been cheating on you, bitch. She was in the club just a few months ago back in 2018. <laughs> or With girls grabbing on his stuff, on his crevices and things like that. Beside the club on footage. I'm like, girl, first of all, I'm in a breakup relationship that was not even together. Y'all wasn't together. This is what happens when you try to be a black woman. Yeah, okay. So, we're not even going to get into it. All right, you all right. thought that you... No, we're going to get into it, bitch. You thought that... <laughs> they thought that they were exempt. And we can talk about that, too. Oh, yeah. How the, how the girls of other races think yeah. that they are exempt from the behavior of fuckboys and niggas. Yeah, because they who they are. Because of who they are. But just even, like... And you think that because you're not a black woman, your ass not going to get dragged and treated like dirt, bitch. Yeah. And you literally got... Like all of us fucking do. And treated like dirt. Yeah. Completely. And welcome to the doormat club, bitch. Hello. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Welcome Hello. to the doormat club, bitch. You have a full invitation, Look, bitch. Legit. They treat all of us like that, bitch. You have yeah. a seat at the table with us, bitch. Shout out to Solange. Right. Red table talk, bitch. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> Come on. You know, like everything you said is true. Because even with the recent news of This Chloe, is what we were talking about. Chloe, you got too much fucking money. Yeah. You, you honestly do have too much money, but also I feel like that's a blessing and a curse. Going back to the car chasing, you're going to get the Tristans. I genuinely believe Tristan never really liked Chloe. I think he literally wanted to be He's a part of the Kardashian regime. Exactly. Because he built his basketball career. He already has a $40 million contract with a major team. But, but, but he was trying to build real. his celebrity. No, nobody That's knew him as thing. a celebrity exactly. before. Yes. He was trying to build, he already built his professional He had a career, career, but he was, but he was not he was a celebrity. He celebrity. And that's why he got with the Kardashians. Yep. And now he has paparazzi following him. He got what he wanted. Hi, Travis. And also, I think he was, oh, hello. That's another cloud chaser. And I think he was very strategic. You know, know, we always say women are sometimes strategic when they like have children with men. Men are strategic too. He strategically picked Chloe, who probably is a great mother. Who probably who has a lot of money, a lot of resources? True, mm-hmm. will never want for anything. It's called social climbing. Yes. The same way that a woman can sit here and evaluate a man and say, "I'm gonna go out and try to secure the bag. I'm aiming for him." Men do that to women yes. too, bitch. And I genuinely believe Tristan did that with Chloe. Yeah, definitely. Because he cheated on her when she was pregnant. The butt was already in the oven. Bitch, he that has to be that's so crazy that she found out when she fucking like, popped the baby out. I was like, if this ain't Jerry Swinger, bitch, I don't know what it is. Call Maury, bitch. So, I mean, we really gotta talk about that, too, and I think that is... Like, but see, Chloe... No, but, but, but let's see this. No, it. but Chloe, y'all hoes sitting here dragging Jordan all fucking week, and we gonna wrap it up in a right. few minutes we with this shit, bitch. Yeah. Lauren London, you didn't stole Lauren London. You didn't stole... Um, oh, who did she stole from Lauren again? Trey Songz. She stole Trey Songz from him. Girl, who... Anybody want those Trey songs? I mean, once like she stole him and everything, but at he, the time she stole him, he was on top. of He's very 2014. Trey songs is very 2014. Even before then, I've never really 2012 actually. He's sexy, but mm. but see, at the time she was dealing with him, he was at the top of the I'm more of a Chris Brown girl. I'm more of a neither girl. Yeah, actually no, I can't, <laughs> I can't take what he did to Rihanna. Yeah, no, but, but, I, still, but, I still don't like. The, that. the fact of the matter is. Chloe is not new I'm to this. I'm saying looks wise. <laughs> like, yeah, Chloe's not new to still men. She's true to Oh, this. I bet it feels amazing though. Sliding. That pencil dicker? Oh. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's all in what you like. You know, I've seen dicks that look small and some girls say they big and vice versa. So That's it's all in what you yeah. like. Dicks are yeah. literally objective as fuck. Like, or I love how explicit this has gotten. Dicks are subjective. Like, it depends on what type you know, of ass and vagina you have. Some that's people, true. Some, but some, some guys, like curved dicks. Some people like straight dicks. But some, some guys like with little dicks, dicks know how to work that they shit, do. though. Because this is the thing. If Them little dicks, they be pounding. I cannot PSA. believe I'm saying this on audio. Oh, my no, goodness. Yeah, this is the PSA. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm getting really X-rated. A PSA oh no! My show is little, my show is not a special. If you're a little, sorry, you sorry, if you have a little dick, you gotta overcompensate. You gotta know how to work it, and you gotta know how to do foreplay. You gotta know how to do oral. You gotta know how to Very use that well. tongue. Honey. I was just about to say what some that shit. Mouth do. I was just about to say some shit, but he might listen to this girl like try to be that messy on my show. Bitch. And you got a little ass. I was about to call somebody out. out. I was about to call somebody out and be like, bitch, he ain't got either. He got a little dignity and he well, can't he either. Well, he hasn't figured it he out. He can't and do nothing, girl. He ain't got no money. Know. 
Anyways, yeah. bitch, how do we get to Little Dicks, y'all? And, I don't know why and, we're on Little Dicks, because what um, I do believe is Trisha has a my big sh- one. Oh, you know Trisha, like you I Tristan, said. Trisha got, I know Tristan got some fire. He got a 12-incher, honey. He got a 12-incher. I don't think it's 12. I think it's probably like, like nine. It's like 10. Nine and nine and a half. I think it's about a, a strong nine and a half. But, but, I, good but I think good it's girl. fat. Yes. yes. It's girl. fat. Yes. This is a consensus. This is a consensus, you guys. We all I, fucking. I've imagined this dick. I've imagined this. This blend of tea, girl. This tea is called nine and a half inches, girl. This tea nine and is half good. Half. <laughs> because this is a nine and a half inch cut. That is the only thing that makes sense for Chloe to literally come foul at like Jordan on Twitter talking about it's her fault. Like, girl, are you crazy? This nigga been cheating on you forever. Okay, you guys. Well, you know, this week she came out and apologized. After and she said, was dragged. And after, after the dragation. Twitter. After the dragation. Black Twitter be coming out, bitch. I'm glad I'm not on there, bitch. Because I'll be fighting every on a damn shit on, on the you, threads. Under the Cause, tweet. Because on Instagram, bitches be trying to come for me in these comments, girl. I be fighting with a lot of people, girl. Because <laughs> they be trying to come for me. And I be like, bitch, I am a Christian. Don't. I'm a child of God, bitch. Y'all, y'all gonna oof, make me cuss. <sighs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Twitter is vicious. I just went through some things. Twitter on, is on vicious. Instagram. Like under the tweet where she blamed Jordan, every comment is against her. <laughs> every comment is like, bitch, is you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> after all the niggas you didn't fucked and sucked and stole from people, bitch. <laughs> after after all culturally the- appropriating and stealing black men, bitch, after and then doing the- a photo shoot with Megan Good where she had a damn dog collar around her neck, bitch. <laughs> you were her pimp. And she was a black woman, bitch. Right. Get out of here, y'all. Fuck out of here. That all, happened in the past before Megan. Tristan didn't fuck everybody he could find. And, you know, and Tristan Jordan said that he was in a relationship. But, but Tristan girl. said that he wanted to be a hoe and be free, girl. He's never treated you with respect. And see, this is this is what upset me the most about the situation. We as women, and even if we're interested in men at all, you know, if you're interested in a man, we have to start holding men accountable. Yes. I'm so sick of situations where people are blaming yeah. each other. Rather, you're a woman, trans, gay, whatever you are. People are fighting and blaming each other yeah. and excusing his actions. Right. Excusing Chloe, the actual cheater. Chloe excused his actions. Yeah. Jordan excused his fucking actions because yeah. she didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm just so, I just don't see, I don't know. Some women can be so like, oh, I'm problematic with saying this. I'm so sorry. I just hate that like, oh, it's like, why don't we stand up and call these niggas out? Like, why are y'all bitches so afraid of speaking up for yourself? Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. I'm done. I can't talk about this shit any fucking more. We spent too much time on this shit. Next topic. Didn't even like, it didn't even affect his life. He probably was going on with, well, he did. We have pictures. The paparazzi. He was in the club. The day he was at Nobu. Nobu with a new guy. At Nobu. Not at no with a new girl. No, I mean, but, but this is the thing. This is when you let these a niggas fuck go nigga, be a fuck free. nigga. Give me some more of that, girl. When you cause... let these niggas go free without any blame, they go and move on real quick. You know, I'm done. We're done. Next fucking topic. Oh, wait. I have, sorry. No. No, bitch. next topic. Because we, we already spent 10, 15 minutes on this shit. All right, yeah, let's move on. Because, bitch, this could... Oh, we really... No. Yeah, let's move on. Let's, let's give... Um, let's give our Kelly... Like ten minutes, I swear to God, bitch. Oh, I, I do not want to talk it's about late. him. No, I'm giving him ten minutes, and that's it, you guys. It's late. Look, I look. Well, we're giving this an hour. No, but, so regardless. Look, my first episode, I have to tackle that shit by myself, bitch. So I'm gonna let you guys take the floor. Y'all both of y'all get ten minutes together, five and five, to drag this nigga, okay? But before we do it, I'll give the listeners a refresher. This week, an interview came out. Um, with R. Kelly. Now, if you all don't know, he was recently bailed out of jail by Miss Valencia Love, who is a daycare um, owner. She uh, bailed him out. She paid $100,000 to bail this man out. That man does not have any more fucking money. His whole career is fucking tarnished. We all know he's going broke right now, you guys. He went to jail on 10 counts of sexual assault, I believe. Correct? I think it was 10 counts of sexual yes, assault. Criminal sexual criminal abuse. Sexual abuse. Yes. And um, she bailed him out. He went and did an interview. Had a fucking meltdown. The story broke today that he actually went back to jail because he owes $170,000 in back pay child support, bitch. So now he's back in jail as we fucking speak now. Yep. After that fucking interview aired. Now, he did an interview a few days, like two days ago with Gail King 
who looked fabulous, by the way, in her black dress and her fucking heels. And he lost his shit. He lost his shit in the interview. And Gail King, she said, Robert. That's all she said, you guys. Take it away. Yeah, I just want to start off by like praising Gail for just the poise, the calmness, the superb journalism. I really do like. I, I know that sounds dramatic, but like she literally, she stood there. She's like she she sat there. And she didn't flinch. That she was a juicy ass interview, she bitch. Stayed, she, she just she, sat there watching. I was like, this she is so juicy. No, the, the juicy in me was like, oh, this is good. Like, this this whole debacle is great. Yeah. She was like, never this is good PR she for Gail in her career, bitch. Yeah, she never had an agenda. Like, she never fed into his agenda. She, she stood had, her ground. She stood her ground. She never fed into his And she lies. checked his ass. Yeah, she never fed into the lies. And she checked him. Yes. And she said, when these are said all no. allegations. Right. What do you mean it's irrelevant? Because he was like, it's irrelevant now. Yeah. She was like, no, this is very relevant. And you have a history of doing this. Yeah. Right. So my thing, what I, the most I've gotten from the R. Kelly interviews is that his team and him believe that this would help his career or it would help his current case. Terrible mistake. And his perception in the public but this is the thing. It actually did quite the opposite. <laughs> it hurt him really bad. First of all, what I have learned He admitted him, in the fucking interview that he did it, first of all. Yeah. He said, I did it. <laughs> well, yeah. And then this is the thing. Um, we, first of all, now we know how you actually treat women. Like, for real. Because mm. we saw it on camera. You're screaming at this woman. Which I do believe he was just screaming out all the allegations he heard. Mm-hmm. And he was just lashing out on her. But it's still like you're making this woman feel. Well, she said she wasn't uncomfortable, but I would have been. You're this man yelling over me and screaming and standing and up over right, you, right? Yeah. yeah. And then also, it's just you're also very childlike, and you. I can see the child in Robert Kelly. He threw he's a 50 whole years old. tantrum. He's fifty-two. Fifty-two years old. He threw a whole temper tantrum. Bitch. He reminds me of someone who is twelve or younger, really. And then also, you showed me that. You're highly uneducated, which is well. Bitch, they said in documentary he can't read a fucking write. Yeah, because he said in the new documentary. Oh my god, you guys! This is a fucking shit show. When he stood up, did y'all see the makeup artist run up and start putting makeup on him? Bitch, I was like, he was tired. I was like, bitch, this is a lie. Literally today, in a new piece of the interview, he talks about how he just went to Bank of America three weeks ago for the first time ever. So he's never had control over his money. That's like, why he's broke now. Yeah. And he's saying people were stealing from him. He just now took control of his finances. Girl, bye. Our Kelly boohoo, bitch. Go stay in a fucking shoebox hole. Right. Chris, how do you feel about this shit? Right. <sighs> Where do I start? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been so no, you're we'll come back. I just think I, that, well, we all know that he did it. I mean, if you don't, if you still believe that R. Kelly didn't do anything that he's accused of, you're just see how people is running You're just delusional. Be- yeah, Valencia said that she didn't believe him because that's her friend, child. She said that R. Kelly is her good friend, and that she don't, you know, she has to believe her friend. Well, child, and she doesn't condone sexual abuse against women, but she's well, child, gonna believe her. That friend. doesn't make any sense because if my friend murders somebody, you can still, and if you murder him, and there's. All these people saying that saw you murdering somebody. Even if you're my friend, I'm going to believe those people. Yeah. Why are there 20 mm-hmm. people saying, saying that, that they you saw you murder somebody. somebody? Yeah. I mean, and the world on the street is, with the Valencia thing, is that they met on a cruise a couple of years Bitch, ago. Bitch, they met on, no, five months ago they met on oh. a cruise in Chicago. Well, that made it worse. So, how much of friends are y'all really? Because y'all just met. You don't know this man. And he looked at her and said, "Bitch, that's my next well, victim." That's gonna Well, the creepiest part of it all. The creepiest part of it all is that she owns a daycare center. She like, owns. This woman owns a daycare. And center. there's no telling what's happening. They could possibly right. be sex trafficking those fucking kids. Yeah. Into our our, our, Kelly, our Kelly has. That's a form. Him holding those girls and all that weird shit oh going my God. on. No, when you really think of it, like that's. That's low-key, dead-ass sex trafficking going on right in front of our fucking eyes. Hold the fuck up. And and I just don't see how people 
he's going out buying girls from their fucking families and the families are saying, yeah, take her. You're going to give her a career? Get the fuck out of here. There's more to this woman. This is what I just had, like, there's more to this woman who failed him. Allegedly. So so put that in. All all the shit we saying is alleged. They should still still investigate it because I'm like, you never know if this woman invited R. Kelly into this daycare center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe he did some inappropriate touching. And when he got bailed out, the first place he went to was the same McDonald's that was in a fucking documentary where he was looking for girls. Yep. He has a fucking problem. That's what I'm saying. Like when I go back to the immaturity, I honestly don't believe that R. Kelly ever matured past like 14 mentally. Mm-hmm. I honestly think he's even less, completely yeah. regressed. Yeah. I would even say mm, below 14. 12. I would even say maybe yeah. 10. 10. Like he's completely regressed. Cause for me, it's just kind of like, if you are a 50 year old man with such success and supposed money, why are you at McDonald's? Like, well, he ain't got no money no more. He's for, broke now. Why is that supposed money? He doesn't own so the like, rights to his music. Right. He doesn't own any, like. Yeah. I mean, it's just really a terrible sight to see as far as like, he really is like, you see the sick part of him as far as mentally. He honestly, genuinely believes that everything he does is okay. And the fact that he has low-key admitted to his crimes, but he doesn't see it as such, also shows to his lack of, like, intelligence. Like, for instance, he says that the girl's parents, Jocelyn and Azrael, that their parents sold them to him. Well, first of all, you're admitting to a crime because that's human trafficking. So that, so if you're going to say that on TV, right. right, that's another crime that we can get you for, number one. And then number two, I mean, I think we should start getting into, did you all watch the girls' interview? Yes, I was going to go into that. Let's go into that. Go ahead. Before we watch the girls' interview, we have a brief visit, you guys. Someone has something to say. So we got these little scooters in Atlanta. If you live in Atlanta, I know you don't see them. <laughs> I'm so sick of these niggas in these scooters. These, <laughs> the, the trap niggas that took the scooters and started selling them. Now it's like a buy here, pay here type of deal. You can pay for a scooter and insure it permanently. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> 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 You're going to jail. Did y'all hear that? Let's remind it back. Fuck the scooter shit, bitch. I want to. Going to jail. Okay, R. Kelly, Robert, that's where you're going, bitch. Yeah. That's yeah. where you're going. And, that, and that's, okay. that's another part of what I got from the interview. You can see the, like, I can literally, like, he was see the walls coming in on him. Because he, he, he was it's realizing over. it's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. It's and over. It's done. He lost his shit. It's coming. He doesn't have any money anymore to help him. Yeah. Get out of there. The victims that are currently accusing him, he can't pay off. He screamed and said, I gave y'all 30 years of my life. No, you had 30 years of you paying people to help you orchestrate this shit that you fucking doing. Yeah. And, now and those 30 years are coming up on you. Yep. And that You're shows you that you, got 30 years. you can have money all fucking day. But some people with money, because there's other people doing the same shit as him. Right. Lolita Express. That's a whole fucking flight that some millionaire of, I think, the Pistons or some damn football team, some shit like that. He actually has, like, these airlines or some shit like that where they traffic young girls and they call it Lolita Express. Oh, wow. You know, Lolita is that book about that girl being raped and everything from the 1950s, right? Yeah. Millionaires and people money do this shit all the fucking time. Right. So, that goes to show you that... You can have all that all day, but, you know, I think R. Kelly thinks that he's invincible. That's honestly what I think. When I saw the interview, I felt like he was frustrated because it dawned on him that that shit is not going nowhere. He kept saying, I beat this. Why is it coming back? Double jeopardy, right. Girl. Yeah. We live in an age now where people dig up shit, bitch. Right. And then also, like, the double jeopardy accusation that he's trying to put out there is not true because... Elaborate this double jeopardy thing. That's when they take out the black man or whatever, that, that narrative that they all trying to do. 
Well, the double jeopardy is like once you've been tried for something, if you've mm-hmm. been found guilty, non guilty, or mm-hmm. like the jury couldn't reach a verdict. Oh, Jesus, I need to research my phone. So <laughs> it's just basically like what, even if there was like a case that was closed, whether mm-hmm. it was guilty, non guilty. Oh, well, they can always revisit it. And re- no, you you're, you can't do double jeopardy. Like, for instance, if OJ was to say right now he killed Nicole Simpson oh. and blah, blah, they can't retry him on right, that. Right, right, right. Because they already tried him on that and found him not guilty. So mm-hmm. R. Kelly continues to say that you, you can't double jeopardy me. But you can because the charges that they brought against are, him newer, are fresh not ones. the same charges. Yeah, those charges and are child recent. pornography charges. The new These charges are, actual are sexual, sexual sexual abuse assault. charges. Right. Oh so, my God. so it's two different charges. You can do two different charges, even if it's regarding the same videotape. Uh-huh. You can do two different charges. You can do the, the same, same charges. One. If they were going to say child pornography, yes, he's right. But these are new charges. They're different. Well, you know, the, the thing that I, you know, I don't, I'm not versed in law. But law, there's so Me many either. fucking loopholes and red tape and shit that they can pull on your black ass to get your ass, yeah. bitch. And... You're going to jail, bitch. Yeah, going to jail. I mean, even just like the woman that I gave the uh, Queen Award to. Yes, Queen Award. What was her name? Dream Hampton? Oh, it was Dream Hampton and the Cook County uh, DA. I can't... Um, remember, I don't remember her name all together. No. Her last name is Fox. Um, but you know, I think she was very strategic when she brought these charges on. She wanted to make sure that Kimberly Fox, she wanted to make sure that these charges stuck. Mm. So I think she did a lot of research. She investigated every loophole, everything that R. Kelly could do before she brought these charges on. Mm-hmm. And then she, when she knew she had a solid case, that's when she was like, all right, we got it. Let's do it, bitch. I think she thoroughly did it because she didn't want it to be some clickbait stuff. Yeah. She didn't want it to be, you know, She's like, we gonna, we gonna make that shit She hit. did her homework. She did. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah, she did. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, why don't you talk about the girls coming for it? Jocelyn Savage yes. and Azrael, whatever the girls Azrael. name is. Azrael. was crying. First of all, camera, these, bitch. these young women are beautiful. Like, that yes. was the first thing. I when, when I saw them, it just literally hurt my soul seeing them there defending R. Kelly. Yeah. When the whole world knows the truth and when they know, like, you could tell that they were lying. When Azrael, I think that's how you pronounce her name, was speaking, you could tell that she was, she was screaming, but... There's, there was so much fear in her. Mm-hmm. And that's where all that anger kind of came from. Was that the one who done busted out fucking crying, bitch? Yeah. That was, <laughs> Miguel was like, Why That's are someone you that is scared. That is someone that is afraid of her life. That is yeah. someone that has been threatened. That's someone that's been brainwashed. Mm. That's abuse. I agree. And even when I <laughs> talk about abuse. how I feel like R. Kelly hasn't progressed mentally since a certain age, I think so too. Her too. I feel like she's still, like she's 21 now and she was under his. Um, under his care from 17. I think she hasn't progressed in 17. I think she, like, I feel... Well, he has that fascination. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. He has that fascination with age. Yeah. And the thing that came out about the 14-year-old girl, the footage was saying, the girl was saying, you want my 14-year-old body part. You want to hit this 14-year-old, this, 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 and that. He gets off on that, that youth. Yeah. So I think that's probably a reason why not only he is mentally trapped in that way, yeah. he targets those girls because they can't think for themselves. Yeah. They're young. Yeah. Well, At 14, you don't know shit. No. You think you know something, bitch. You just learned your fucking ABCs. I would even you don't know argue, nothing at 14, bitch. I would even argue at 17 you don't know. Yeah. yeah. I would feel like you're not literally awake until you're like 20. I swear to God. Even at that. Shit, I, shit, I feel like I just woke up after college. Yes, me too, bitch. bitch well, I, I, I feel like I was asleep all these years. I'm like, bitch, I'm here, finally. I yeah. feel, like, feel like I arrived. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, and see, like, R. Kelly ass ain't arrived. I don't think so. I really don't. And Jocelyn still ain't arrived because her ass ain't at home. Let me stop. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I'm sorry. Yeah, that I, was that. Yeah. I went too far, you guys. I'm sorry about that. I was trying to be funny. This is not a situation to be funny about. I'm so sorry, you guys. You're fine. Sorry. You're fine. I'm probably look. I'm sorry. Listeners. You know the, the part about the girls' interview that I girl, I had to turn that shit off when she started crying. I, really like I just part. was like, girl, I'm I'm done with y'all. Y'all all get on my nerves. I'm just sick of all lies. Like even people on Twitter immediately put like. YouTube videos of both Jocelyn and Azrael singing, saying like, "You all are saying you didn't want to be singers, and that's why you did, why you hooked up with R. Kelly, but that is why you hooked up with him." And they're like, "No, that's not how well we wanted to." Blah blah, and it's just complete lies. And then Gail gave very good insight. She said, "You know, I was told by R. Kelly's team that 
he wouldn't be in the room for the interview, but he was there and he was coughing and basically nudging them to say specific things. He tries to say that they have their own free will, but how do they have their own free will when you have to orchestrate? That's mind control, right? Y'all. Right. Yeah. And he and he's she was like, what he says, he does another thing. You're saying they have their own free will, but you're nudging them the whole time to say specific things. Also, you say you want to orchestrate a reconciliation with them and their parents. But why can't they do them themselves? Why must you orchestrate that? Like, it's a lot of things that he says that go against what he actually it's does. And it's like, and then you mean to that's why that's the loopholes on what he says is the reason why he's fucking lying. And the go other ahead. major red flag was that. Let's let you talk, girl. We have been. It's okay. <laughs> the other major red flag was that, like, you know, you mean that you, you think that we're honestly going to believe that these young women have no aspirations in life, that they just want to be like R. Kelly's mistresses and just sleep around with him and have no ambition, no aspiration, no need to speak to their families, to their parents, not even their own sisters, not even their siblings. I know, like, it's it's just like, it's not believable mm-hmm. at all. And I, I felt like this was definitely an act. I feel like these mm-hmm. young women have definitely been brainwashed. And mm-hmm. honestly, um, I, I just, it's, I think that even if R. Kelly is put in prison and these girls go back to their families, mm-hmm. like they're not going to be the, the same. same. Like the parents are going to have to deal with a lot. Girl, did, did y'all, y'all heard about? They how might the commit girl... suicide. Honestly, I hate to say it, but mm. they might end up. Doing you see that. that happening? I do see that happening. Trigger yes. warning. We're Trigger sorry, warning, you guys. Honestly. Some of my listeners, you know, they tend That's to. True. Yeah. They, some of them are. I don't. They let's be aware of triggers. Right. Yeah, sorry. I mean, but, especially Azriel, she spoke about a little bit about. These girls are young. She spoke a little bit about a previous uh, attempt. Right, that's, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I am really interested because I genuinely believe in my heart of hearts that our kids went to prison. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna figure out a way to get that ass. Yeah, yeah. they're I mean, figuring they're, they're it out. They are figuring support. it the fuck because, out. And yeah. that's, that's the thing with the Valencia girl. They're gonna get his girl, ass. You wasted your money. Because you bailed him out, and he went back a week later. Dumbass. On child support, unrelated to the that bitch to jail too. Unrelated to the reason you bailed him out, honey, you wasted your money. But that's another story. She's so. Thanks. What I would like to know, if we can see into the future, is. What is going to happen to the girls once he goes to prison? Right. They're probably going to be in a mental asylum some damn where this name mine. Right. Because like, of that trauma that they have to out. unpack. Right. His money already ran out. That's right. how this, the new child, per, or the new sex tape got given because right. he stopped paying the person who had it. Right. There's other people who in his camp who still have tapes. Yeah. And one person gave it to the FBI or whatever. Yeah. And that's how he's where he is now. Right. Okay, you guys. I think any, any I'm last done. Comments? R. Kelly is like a fucking gift that just will not stop giving. Bitch. R. Kelly I'm, is like we Lucifer. pray that it stop giving soon. Bitch, I'm just y- just arrest the motherfucker already. Y'all already didn't took out fucking Jesse, bitch. Okay, yeah. indict that nigga too. Cause bitch, I can't do it no more. And then there's this other. And I don't want that to happen to Jesse. By the way, about. I really don't want that to happen to Jesse. I'm just saying. How y'all gonna arrest Jesse first, bitch? I was going to take Jesse that, first. Actually, no, let's not talk about stage. that because that's the whole thing. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. No, sorry. I was going to say another thing about R. Kelly that people miss is okay. the and then whole we'll wrap it up with you. alleged homosexuality um, that people <coughs> don't. That's the oh, whole. People are definitely not going to address that part. Right, but it's also. But also, that's never been publicized. Like, no one has ever actually. They hint at it. On the they book, one of the survivors or one of R. Kelly's um, victims yeah. um, allegedly claims that there were instances where she saw R. Kelly um, being penetrated by one of her security guards. I think that's... Have you all ever read that... that, that Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Yeah. Allegedly. Y'all bringing up some other shit, bitch. You shaking up the table, bitch, bringing up some homosexuality allegations. I think that's the same survivor that wrote that book. Did y'all ever read that book that was on Twitter that was floating around yes. during the Doctor Strange? I thought it was, a, it, was a, it was an entire book about it was. You see one, how this is the gift that just keeps on giving? Like, bitch, I can't. We're gonna, we're gonna wrap it. But the reason why I do oh. believe he definitely probably is bi or at least likes sexually anal fluid, penetration yeah. He's or whatever. Fascinated with the girls dressing like boys too, with the whole Aaliyah. That's thing, what I was about like to say. Tomboy exactly. But also, energy. if you watch the docuseries, series, he had Dominique Gardner, which was a very pretty woman. Still is a woman today. She she's not trans, but he made her be like super tomboyish. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like her like she was. She, her she basically boy. looked like a man. She looks like a fuckboy. Yeah, you you honestly the the video of Jocelyn Savage on TMZ 
I when I saw that years ago when she did that, I honestly literally thought that was she was with a young man. It wasn't until the docuseries in January where they were like, no, that's Dominique Gardner. They showed an original photo of her. The, R. Kelly made her be his little boy toy. Yeah. So it, it's something there, but I mean, at this point, who cares? He's at going to jail. Point. So his homosexuality will help for him. Yeah. Well, he gonna have somebody in the bars penetrating out. Exactly. Oh, it'll, it'll, it'll work. It'll work. Somebody gonna have R. Kelly bent over because he was looking real thick when he stood up yelling at Gail and I was like, oh, he got some thick thighs. Let me stop. I'm yeah. so. <laughs> That's what the girls are thinking of me. I'm joking, bitch. No, I'm joking, bitch. Okay, next topic. I'm joking, bitch. The case. Girl, I wish we had a gavel. Next case. No, I'm just saying for the for the men in jail who watched him sit up, they're gonna be like, he looking real thick and buff and juicy. And he can see. And he can see. We gonna have him holler. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, you guys. I'm not saying that I would. That's not what I'm saying, goddammit. No, I get you. She never said that on air, bitch. <laughs> and I will never say it off fucking air neither, bitch. This is all alleged. <sighs> okay, I'm done. I'm done with our case. Next case. I'm over it. Not next case. This is not, <laughs> you know, this is the perfect blend. Okay. This is not. Next, right, I need a new next, cup of tea. Yeah, we need a new, a new brew, girl. This is not Queen Supreme Court. A new blend. New blend. We love Queen Supreme Court. I love Queen Supreme Court. I love T.S. Madison so much. So what is our next topic? Let's get into the live shit, bitch, because we're talking about we ain't got that much time. We Michael got, Jackson. Like, we only got like 28 minutes. Ooh. Oh, we got like 25 minutes, y'all. You got time to talk about Michael Jackson? We're talking about. I don't have much to say, so. I don't really have much to say about Michael either. All I can say is that I have not watched it. Exactly. What I will say is that I do not understand why Oprah is doing this. I feel like own ratings are low. Oprah, Ooh. I love you, but I'm just saying, I feel like. You know, but at the same time, there have been allegations of him doing this. I don't know if it's true or not. He is not here with us. He is dead. R.I.P. Michael. I kind of feel some type of way that, in, you know, that we're kind of revisiting this, you know, and we're trying to, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, honestly, but you guys can take it. I mean, that's how I feel. Exactly how you yeah. said it. Like, I'm not going to talk too much because I also have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I also don't know how to feel. He also, I mean, that's people keep comparing this to the R. Kelly thing, but yeah, and the it's major difference—it's bothering me. It's R. Kelly is still here on this earth, and we have documented things. And, and we, the and FBI, we the FBI investigated Michael, and they said they didn't find We've second seen thing. it, but for Michael, we haven't seen it, and that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's just like it is. But the FBI invested, investigated, and they said that there was right. nothing there, right? At so, all. so my thing is, it's not that now. I don't believe it is true or not true. I just don't know. The family came out and said that they lied. Yeah. And they admitted to lying for money. Right. And now all of a sudden, years later, after the man is dead, you want to go and do a fucking documentary with fucking Oprah? Are you serious? Yeah. Well, what I will say is Oprah's very strategic about what she takes on and doesn't take on. And I want to know what that strategy is. Because I'm like, you could have easily... Talk about a, a host I'm of not going to talk things. about it because he probably was a child molester. I do not know. Oh, no. This is I'm just saying that this, now. I'm just saying <laughs> this family thing and them coming back years later after saying that they lied and I'm just like... It's just really well, messy. Well, my yeah, thing is and like, that, that just makes me uncomfortable. Well, my thing is for that part specifically is like, I don't, I don't even want to say that the fact that the kid said it wasn't true as a reason why it's not true. Right. Because for instance, if because we were to equate... It still could have been true. That's true. Exactly. Right. If we were to equate it to the R. Kelly situation on trial, yeah. The parents and the girl in the tape said it wasn't true. When and we had a full tape girl of her was... being bent over in that Colorado room child. Right. Everyone else oh, said it was mess. her. Her, oh her, my God. her basketball te- coach, her best friend, and her auntie all said it was <laughs> her. I'm a mess. Like all people around her said it was her, but her parents and herself who got paid off said it wasn't, said it her. wasn't her. So just because they said that they weren't abused doesn't mean they weren't abused. That's true. Right. I That's just true. don't know what happened. And I just, That's just something. I don't even want to think about it at this point. Because my thing is, I'm not the biggest Michael Jackson fan. I don't listen to his music and he ain't here for me to support him like that so it's just, you, for me i'm pretty apathetic but go ahead how do you feel about it i feel well i feel like this documentary i think the reason why a lot of people aren't as outraged about this michael jackson as they are about the r kelly's because one michael jackson's gone you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. number two it's too soon after the R. Kelly thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, people are, are still processing this, the R. Kelly thing. Yeah. This like, need to why? be like end of 2019 type of thing. Like, I feel like, I feel like she's capitalizing though. And yeah. I love Oprah, but I feel like this is a, a business move. Well, Monique was calling her out on that. Yeah, Monique really called her out today, by the way. Monique was just really giving it to her. Like, 
you know. But I, I love Oprah. This is not, you know, this is much. not disrespect. I'm just saying, it's kind of clear that you want traction. I mean, it's business. It's TV. Now, I will say that it's TV. It's business. In terms of the evidence, there is a lot of evidence, both su- yeah, they did supporting say that, it and not supporting it. That Michael it. gave him a ring at a fake wedding or something. Well, no, there's the more they did oral sex. Well, or there's something, the, and I just was like, bitch, I cannot. Well, this there's is- the part where the kid sketched out the um, Michael Jackson's penis and said where the vitiligo marks were, <sighs> and they matched his penis. Okay, y'all, we're gonna end that right there, bitch. I. Look, but yeah, let's, after, let's after R. On. Kelly and the trap, it's too much. And yeah. the cell bitch and the trapped in the house. See, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Bro, it, I, this documentary, this, this Michael Jackson documentary, shit. it came out too soon. That's it came why. out too soon. But in general, just the topics. You know, once again, guys, I, we're sorry if we triggered anyone yeah. in this conversation. You know, these are topics about warning. sexual assault. You know, molestation, all those different things. Not, I'm really kind of yeah. I, for me, I really don't like. I just feel like I can't really. I don't know. I just. I'm just at a state of I don't know. Yeah. And a state of like, I mean, oh, I'm pro victims always, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I just don't know. We don't know. Well, we don't we have do, we all just the... don't know. I do eventually want to watch the documentary. Um, but again, like, am I wrong for asking what's the point? Why are we, does that make, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, like, I do, I do I get where you're coming yeah, from like, when, we, when we talk about it in retrospect to R. Kelly. For instance, the people. Well, I'm, are, I'm talking about not even R. Kelly, null and void. But, but, I'm saying. But, but the reason why I'm saying that is because the people that created the, uh, R. Kelly, surviving R. Kelly, created the, they created for the purpose to create action, right? That was their purpose. Mm-hmm. This purpose isn't just to tell the story. I don't get like, it. What's, what, the, what, what's the end game? Yeah, thing? what's the end game here? You That's what I'm saying. saying. I don't get it. That's yeah. not like, what what are you doing? Exactly. Oprah, what are you doing? And then the two boys, what are y'all, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What's the end game? And maybe it is just to tell the story, which I, which I, I'm going to validate. But for you now, where do you, where are we getting? But we already this? knew the He's story because we looked at the case. Dead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What, what are you salvaging? I just don't understand. I'm and that's out. not. That's a good point. If it really happened, I'm not trying to take away from that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. oh, see, this is why I don't like these topics. Yeah, I mean, I just so know. Well, there you have it, you guys. I'm done with this segment. We're closing it out. We only have a few more minutes. We promise to talk about our 20s, you guys. We have about 19 minutes left. Okay. okay. We're not touch- We're not touching Jesse, are we? No. no. Too much. No. Over it, yeah. No, Jesse has been dragged there's, there's out. There's been too. no new developments. There's not enough information. Oh, girl. And I'm confused. That's about another. It. I don't That's know. another thing. Yeah. That's another. I don't know, and I don't even want to touch it. There's just a lot of I don't knows right Bitch, now. I can't touch any of it, girl. Yeah, I don't even want to touch Jesse. You in danger, girl. <laughs> Shout out to Whippy. <laughs> okay, third topic, you guys. We want to talk about life in our twenties. So we're just gonna have a little quick combo about it. So um, let's start off with you. Sure. Yes. So life in my twenties. I guess what should I start? So how has it been this far in general? Ooh. On a scale of one to ten, what would you <laughs> give it? It's hard to be reflective. What, what, what would you give it really quickly on a scale of one to ten? I feel like it's been, if I'm going to be very honest, probably like a six point five or a seven. Mm. It's been hard. Yeah, it's been rough, mm-hmm. and I think that it's been, it's been like a roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. So some days are good some days are bad Mm -hmm. um as far as like where i intended to be in life versus Mm. like let's say when i was like 20 years old versus where i thought i was going to be now is not exactly how things turned out Mm. um and i think that um i'm honestly i think this i'm like what 16 17 18 almost four years out of college now Mm. and i am extremely bored Mm-hmm. Um, I'm extremely bored with um, the workplace, mm-hmm. and um, I think that um, I think that part of it has been like a struggle of like really finding kind of like my place mm-hmm. within you know like society, etc. And really, um, <laughs> and just you know um, trying not to. Trying to stay positive and trying to just keep going mm-hmm. and keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's been it's hard. I think that a lot of people like in their twenties right now have a lot of fucking depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
And there's so much pressure, I think, on young people to figure out what we want to do with our lives. You know, mm-hmm. like there's, there's, and then if you don't know what you want to do with your life, you're shamed for it. It's you're shamed for it, and mm-hmm. we're like, you still don't know what you want. By to everyone, do. yeah, by like, people your age and people who are older and younger than you. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's just crazy, and it's in many ways, I feel, I kind of feel like college to me, it was kind of like a waste of time. Almost that was well. Part of it, yes. I do sometimes feel like it was a complete waste of time, but Mm -hmm. also I feel like it's kind of like I feel like time stopped for me in college. I feel Mm. like almost like it stopped, even though time was still going in college. And then I came out, and I basically got the like rug swept off my feet, Mm -hmm. and then I'm just been stumbling down the stairs and trying to pick myself up, and then stumbling stairs, and then (laughs) trying to pick myself up. That's literally what it's been like. And how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I turned 27 in February. Okay. Aquarius or Pisces? I'm a Pisces. Yes. <laughs> so, what, okay, two more questions. What advice would you give to your younger self now at this age? And then what are you looking forward to in, or, or what are you hopeful for moving forward in I, your later 20s? Yes, I think what I, the advice I would give my younger self is mm-hmm. to... Um, don't ever get too comfortable. Mm. I think especially if you're coming from a low-income, first-generation um, background, I think that a lot of times, you know, we go into college and, you know, we kind of get that this was all like, oh, the financial aid, the refund. And, and we're kind of, and look, and you know, and these universities kind of like tell us like, you know, like, hey, you know, you're going to, you're just like these other middle-class kids and we have all these resources for you. Mm. But the reality is, is that, None of these like resource centers or this financial aid and these refunds are not going to be Here available forever. to you forever. Yeah, yeah. And you need to be ready for that and yeah. just prepare yourself both men- try to do your best to prepare yourself both mentally and spiritually mm-hmm. for that. And, and professionally. And professionally, mm-hmm. um, you know. And also, um, I want to say this too, is like college is not for everybody. It's not. And I mm-hmm. think that I went into college because I felt kind of, I felt pressured to do that. I felt that, mm-hmm. you know, the only way to be successful was mm-hmm. to go to college and get yeah. a degree. That, that, that was my mindset mm-hmm. when I was coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're really unsure mm-hmm. about what you want to do in life, mm-hmm. um, I would say like, you know, don't jump to a four-year college right away. I would say, mm-hmm. you know, go and maybe even explore community college mm-hmm. first and then try and transfer and then save mm-hmm. yourself like thousands of dollars doing that. Or go to trade school and or get you a trade. Or go to trade school, get yeah, you a trade. Get you a go be trade, a dental girl. hygienist or something. Or a hairstylist, know, a hairstylist. an electrician girl, yeah, something, go, a plumber bitch, go a carpenter. Do something because, let me tell you right now. For real, like, it'll I, help you. After go being, to trade school, but you not go to university. After being in the office, <laughs> After being in an office for so long, like mm-hmm. I can't stand it, and mm-hmm. I really I get depression around knowing that like I'm gonna be in an office for like the next thirty years of my life. Jesus. So, I'm so I guess to answer the second part of your question is like moving forward. Uh-huh. What I what lo- do you hope for? But I hope for I hope to get out of this hole I'm in. Yeah. So I hope to eventually make it so that I am no longer I no longer need to work for an office yeah. or I no longer need to work for anyone and that yeah. I kind of have my own thing going on be fully like self-sufficient yeah whether that's like my small business whether that means I go back and like go and be like a hairstylist whatever it is that I decide to do yeah I just don't want to be in an office I want to I want to have my own business okay um so I think by 30 I hope to just be out of this hole and just really initiating that and taking that off Oh, I love it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I love that so much. You know, I, I loved everything you said, and I really relate to it, because the 20s were kind of, oh, bitch. Like, I felt like I got someone, my ass beat. That's how I 20s. feel. Honestly, if someone would have tapped me on the shoulder and told me seven, eight years ago that I would go through 25% of the things that I went through, I would not believe it at all. I swear to God, I wouldn't. You couldn't tell me shit back then. I thought I knew every fucking thing. I thought that I had everything figured out. I thought that I thought that everyone was my friend. I thought that I thought that I don't want to say I thought that it would be easy, but I will say I just didn't think it'd be this fucking hard. <laughs> and and I know for me in relation to you, I totally understand that, and I feel you there. Okay, girl, we all go to Shayla. Girl, yes. Okay, so Shayla, really quickly. Um, <coughs> How have your 20s been so far? And how old are you now? Because he's 26, I'm 26. How old are you? He's 27. I'm 27. 
No, you said you're turning 27. He turned 27. I turned 27. 27. Oh, yes, girl. That's a sexy age. 27 is sexy to me. It just sounds sexy. 27. I turned 25 in December. Oh, you're a baby. I still got the milk with the corn on your lips. I'm going to play. Thank you. (laughs) Anyone that tells me that I look like a baby, I love. Because I be feeling old out here. But see, I feel okay. So my mid twenties so far have been feeling old, but like for your twenties in general, like how has it been all up until this point, really quickly? I feel like I didn't care about anything up until this age. Until now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for right now, I feel like wow, I'm five years from thirty, that's wow. Yeah. Fifteen years from forty, that's wow, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like unaccomplished. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. I talk to people who are way older than me, they're like, "Bitch, you've done so much stuff. You, you're here, 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 here. Mm-hmm. You're like." smart beautiful you done all this shit and i'm just like oh i don't see it like yeah. i need to see it i don't want to hear it like i need to see it for myself I don't feel it. yeah you know i don't feel it yeah. so my 20s have been well right now has been just like trying to figure out what the rest of my life is gonna feel like because mm-hmm. i have like visions and i don't put too much of a careful picture perfect story to my future yeah but i do want certain goals to be met and I think that for those goals to be met, my 20s are very important, but I don't know if I'm doing the work that's necessary to meet mm. those goals, if, that's, if that makes sense. So that's how my 20s have felt so far. Mm-hmm. They have been like, they haven't been terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot say I've been through anything like really, really terrible, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? They've been tumultuous. But life still hits you a little bit. Life is real. Mine yeah. has, I've been getting my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Life is still real. Yeah. You know, like, um, you go through things. You know, I, you know, had health problems, so I lost a lot of weight. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, I got in a car accident. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking tragic, but got mm-hmm. over that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, life hits you. Things are real. Mm-hmm. But I feel like right now I just have so much wants for career events. Man. Yeah. And then just, like, I just see so much for my future that's regarding more resources, more revenue. Yeah. More just like I want property like you know things like that I just keep looking into the future and it's hurting me because it's like alright it feels so far it feels so far I get it it you know know what I want to be like those those black women mentors that I have that are in their their late 40s and 50s that tell me well well, they're killing it but they also tell me like just live it's gonna happen it's gonna happen I'm just like am I living right though for it to happen like I don't know if the process that I'm going through right now is going to make what I want manifest does that I, make sense? It makes perfect sense and it resonated because I feel that way too. And I, I feel like in my 20s, it's been this constant sense of emptiness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always scavenging and wanting, 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 wanting to be on top. Yeah. Wanting to have what are what I think of success or, you know, wanting, not even just success, but I think for me, I've always wanted stability. That's my main thing. That's I'm it. like, I'm yeah. like, at this point, bitch, I don't want the fucking followers and all that shit and all the, the fancy shit anymore, bitch. Just give me a good job, bitch. It's some healthcare, bitch. That's all I fucking need, bitch, in the car. You know, like, yeah, I, I think, I think my 20s have kind of beaten me up so much where I've dealt with so many unexpected things that I really, really did not see fucking coming, bitch. Like, yeah. Oh, bitch, I can see some shit coming, girl. And I think for me, it left me really exhausted and kind of bitter. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, I literally was on Google a few nights ago, and I was, like, Googling how to not be bitter. Me too! Because I I, I, I felt, I was laying in bed, and I felt this sense of content. And I was like, you shouldn't be like that because you've been through some things. Is this for the world? I think it's a mix of everything, and I think... I think in my early 20s, I had a lot of anger because I was so angry at the world. And I was angry, you know, like at, you know, where I came from and stuff. I'm just angry at the cards I've been given. Like I'm, I'm seeing all these people, they, they've been, they've been given good cards. Yep. They've had good families. They've yeah. had this, they've had that. Yeah. Why do I have this? Yeah. You know, like, why am I here? And I think that I spent my earlier 20s being really angry about that. Yeah. And I think turning 26 and stuff, the anger has kind of subsided and now it's formed into like jadedness and bitterness and it hurts me deeply because I feel like seven eight years ago I was more lighter I was more and I miss how light lighter when I say lighter I mean like hopeful I felt like I was more hopeful and more you know 
uh, more dreamy a little bit and ignorant. I kind of miss that because on the other side of it, it's like, oh, bitch, like this is kind of... I hope this is making sense. No, that totally, no. When you're younger, you're a little more naive. Yeah. Of course. Right. Because you don't a lot know more. anything. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So life feels a lot. You might be still going through things, but it doesn't. I don't know. I just feel like I understand things a lot more than I did when I was 22, mm-hmm. when I was 21. And I, I look back at the old me and I'm kind of like, bitch, oh girl, you were a fucking shit show. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, like that's really how I look at my hair. I'm like, bitch, she had them cricket ass legs, girl. What the fuck was happening, bitch? You know, like yeah. that's really how, you know, I'd be looking. And, but like you, I hope for that. So I hope for career advancement. And not only that, I think I just hope for peace. Peace? At this point, I just want peace. Like, I don't even. Like, the career thing is good, but I think I just want solitude in myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I want community as well. Because I feel like getting older, I'm getting a little more lonelier. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's just for me personally. I feel like I'm I getting more you. lonely. I feel that. And I'm like, fuck, like, and for me being a trans woman and stuff like that, like, now I see why people have kids and I see why they have families and shit. Because I'm like, bitch, like, I wish I could get married or some shit and have some kids so I won't feel, you know, like, I feel like having a family and stuff gives you a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. Cause I see all these young people out here getting married and popping out babies and shit on Instagram and shit. And I'm just like, damn bitch, you got a family now. Like, you know, so I think, I think that kind of gives people a sense of, you know, cause we all want to be wanted. But yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel everything you said. Yeah. And I, I agree. What really resonated with me right now is like, you know, like looking into our younger selves. Cause when mm-hmm. I look into my younger selves, into my younger self, I look at someone who was just so ambitious and so driven oh, and so like yeah. someone that just just I thought just that my life was so it. linear mm-hmm. I thought that things would be so linear yeah. and um I never thought that things were gonna go out the way turn out the way they did and yeah. I just wish that the only thing I wish that I had when I had when I was younger is that like kind of fire and I'm trying working so hard to get, to that, get that fire, fire back, back. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge that I have now. Yeah. And it's incredibly hard for me to do that. It is incredibly mm-hmm. hard. Like, one thing me and Chris talk about all the time is that we're so jaded with, like, corporations. We are just so... Mm-hmm. We just don't feel like we fit in, like, the You're jaded with structure. the politics yeah, of it. Yeah, of course. I posted about that, too, on my social media. I, I was just like, I'm so sick of the politics. Yeah. Like, even being There's back so in school now. Yeah, you know, like, a good friend of ours. I, don't, I won't say her name on here, but a good friend of ours. She was all like, why are you not getting an internship? Da, 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 da. And I was like, low-key, I just, at this point, I just want my degree. I've been through so much at this school, bitch. Mm-hmm. I've been through so much here. Just give me the piece of paper and let me go. Like, I don't want to play the politics anymore. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. give me what I came here for because it's so much that's been put into it for the past 10 years bitch like I'm gonna be 28 in two years bitch and I've still been you know like still dealing with this shit you know so at this point I'm just kind of like I get you there the corporate the corporate stuff the politics of it competing with everybody yeah and I've been in so many different corporate spaces and I've never truly fit in any of them and I've Mm -hmm. just come to the conclusion that I never will but it's like how do I like succeed in these spaces and that's really been fucking me up how do i succeed in these spaces try to go up the corporate ladder when Mm -hmm. i don't really fit and i never will and then this is kind of like do i become an entrepreneur what am i going to start you know it's just Mm -hmm. like it's a lot and i just really wish i could see into the future because i would just do everything needed to make shit happen you know and for me it's like i feel like at these corporate environments it's really really difficult for me to be authentic and to really be myself yeah do you think it's because because of your identity your intersectionality there is that too there's that but there's also the fact that just this very there's this very unnatural um culture within companies where you have to be super peppy all the time yeah Yeah. and you have to be the favorite you have to act Mm -hmm. a certain way you have to do things certain even when they tell you that you could be yourself you lie bitch you cannot be the lies it's the lies and it's also like it's you can never be yourself in the profession. It's constantly, it's like acting on, I'm like, I might as well be an actor. Especially a person of color. You know, Amanda still said something great. She said, white people have convinced us that profession, like that passive aggressiveness is professionalism. And that shit touched my soul. Cause I like, I've always thought that, but They're I never very, put words they to are what I thought. very passive aggressive yes, bitch. She was like, they, they the thrive off of that. Convince us that professionalism it's passive aggressive. Literally. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why I don't fit because I'm a and that's why the and poli- I'm a straight shooter. 
And I'm an Aquarius. Me too, bitch. I'm like, no. And that's why the, that's why corporate. Well, white people are very passive aggressive. That's the thing. White women, in particular, are very passive aggressive. White, uh, yeah, white women, yeah, they very do that really well. Women. White women, they the masters of that shit, bitch. They They're do the that masters. shit very well. I would, I would throw some Asians in there too, but oh, Asian women too. Asian people. Let's be real. Let's let's. Mm. That's real. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys. Have an interview tomorrow. All right, guys. Well, we're out of time. And that's what mid twenties is like having that's- an interview tomorrow. <laughs> right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening to part two. I know we could say more, and we, we might we might come back in the future. But thank you guys for listening. We just want to let you know thank that, you. that we you. are going through it with you, girl. Okay. And we hope you enjoyed yeah, this. Hang in there. Stay positive. Yes, this was so fun. I love you guys so much. Please remember to like, share, comment, share my Instagram stories. You guys share the Instagram post, snapshot it. Um, I'm not really on Facebook, but if you're on there, screenshot it, upload it there, girl. Give me a shout out. Listen to me, child. Tell your friends, tell your mama. Hug them, love them, kiss them. This is Kay checking out. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you Thank for you having so me. Much. Shayla, you're Thanks so welcome. Such a pleasure. I want to be back on too. <laughs> Bye, guys.